And you know, there's a lot of religions in the world, but not every religion has a God that's alive. And not every religion has a God that wants a relationship with us. Amen. And on top of that, amen, our God is uh, the creator of all things. Amen. He is the creator and we are the creation. Praise the Lord, the one and true living God. But uh, let's go ahead and open up in our text, Psalms 42 this morning. Psalms 42. Psalms 42. And we begin to look in this Psalms right here, and we begin to see the children of Israel or the people of God. And they're at a point in their life where they begin to just be thirsting for the living God. They're at a point where they're going through trouble in their lives. They're at a point where they're going through exile. Amen. But they're coming to a point where they say, man, we are, we just, we're desiring to be in the presence of our Savior. We're desiring, we're thirsting for our God. Has anybody just ever desired that greatly? Amen. Praise the Lord. I got the right crowd this morning then. And let's look at the psalm right here, starting in verse 1. And the word of the Lord reads. <clears throat> he says, as, <clears throat> excuse me, as the deer pants for wa- the water, the brooks, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. And when shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night. While they say to me all day long, where is your God? And these things I remember and I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go along with the throng and lead them in the procession to the house of God. With the voice of joy and thanksgiving, multitude keeping festival. Look at, look, look at verse 5. He says, why are you in despair, O my soul? Anybody ever been with their souls just in despair? Some of you may be feeling like that lately. Why are you in despair, O my soul? And why have you become disturbed within me? Anybody ever just feel disturbed? He says, hope in God, for I shall again praise him for the help of his presence. Oh my God, my soul is in despair within me. Therefore, I remember you from the land of the Jordan and the peaks of Hermon from Mount Mazar. Deep calls out to deep at the sound of your waterfalls and all your breakers and your waves have rolled over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime and his song will be with me in the night. A prayer to the God of my life. And I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? And why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? And as a shattering of my bones, my adversaries revile me. And while they say to me all day long, where is your God? Look at verse 11. Why are you in despair, O my soul? And why have you become disturbed within me? Hope in God. Somebody say, hope in God. Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. So let me pray as we get started. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this time together, Lord. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for intimacy with you, my King. And Lord, I just ask you to be with us today as we just look at your word. Help me to communicate what you have today, Father God, and let me, God, just be led by your Holy Spirit as I decrease and increase in this house and you increase in this house. Father, I just thank you today, God. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Forgive us for all of our sins. 
Just wash us, cleanse us, and cover us in your son's precious blood. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would give the Lord a hand, praise, amen. Praise the Lord. So I want to kind of carry on from where I was communicating a little bit last Sunday. And as he puts my topic up on the screen this morning, I want to talk to you this morning about the call to intimacy. And I believe, amen, each and every one of us need to recognize this call because there's a call to intimacy. And that intimacy is intimacy with a living God. You know, and as we look, amen, our work and our worship and our ministry must be an overflow. Somebody say an overflow of our intimacy with our God. I'll repeat that again. Our work or our labor, our worship and our ministry must be an overflow of our intimacy with God. In other words, a Christian's fruitfulness and a Christian's faithfulness should come from the heart that is madly in love with the Lord Jesus Christ. This is God's call to intimacy. You know, I can see where somebody's relationship with Christ is and where their intimacy with God is. Because it's displayed in their commitment, amen, and their faithfulness to the body of Christ. In other words, amen, if you are intimate with God and your relationship with God is where it needs to be, then guess what? It's going to begin to create you to want to serve and to be committed and to be faithful to the one that you are serving. Let me rephrase that for just a moment, okay? Let me kind of clarify that. In other words, the work that you're doing and your commitment to the church or the body of Christ, amen, is based on your commitment and your relationship to God because, amen, you are serving God. Praise the Lord, amen. It is His church. It is His body. And everything flows through your relationship with Him. So if you have no intimacy with God and your relationship is not with God, then I can see why you don't have any commitment and faithful to to God's body are y'all with me today because ultimately our work and our service and our faithfulness flows out of the overflow of our relationship with Christ so it's real easy you can look and see where somebody's commitment level is you can see where their relationship with Christ is just watch them are y'all with me today? Somebody say God is good. See, there's something about it. Whenever you begin to, you're right with God, you're going to want to serve God. Are y'all with me? Some of us are serving God or we're trying to, but we're not right with God. And we get burnt out. Somebody say burnt out. You know, all of us maybe go through a time period where we feel spiritually dry. Amen. Maybe you go to church, maybe you read the Bible, and maybe you pray, yet deep inside you still feel spiritually empty. You believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you follow Christ, and you know God, yet your life is aimless and meaningless. And many of us have been in this situation where we're expecting that we'll experience uh, green pastures, amen, but as a result, we're really in a spiritual wilderness, amen? In other words, we're in a place that's dry and discouraging and miserable. In other words, you have Christ in you, but you feel empty. You know, I want to share with you for an example right now, because one thing uh, we can look at in relationships is, you know, a marriage is a representation of... Uh, Christ's relationship with, with his bride. Are y'all with me today? That's why Christ, that's why the Bible says, tells us to love your wife like Christ loved the church. 
And, and it's about a relationship here. Amen. And so I want, I want to share with you real quick about a, a, a situation. There was this couple and they had lost their intimacy for uh, each other. And so they decided to talk to each other uh, in very minimally. And they decided really not to talk to each other much at that point in their relationship. And instead, they began to communicate through post-its. Amen. In other words, they would write little notes. Some of you may have been there before. Amen. Where you just leave a note for them. Are y'all with me today? And so here they are. They would put these notes on the wall or the refrigerator. And when they wanted to say something, amen, like well, the dinner is ready or I'll be out uh, to, to I'm going to the store to go to, gro to grocery shop or whatever. I'm going to go. This phone bill is due. They would write this note on a paper and they would post it on the wall. And one night, the husband decided to ask his wife and to wake him up early the next morning so that he would not be late for work. And so he wrote this note that said, wake me up at 5 a.m. And then he posted it, amen, in, in the mirror in the restroom where his wife would see it in the morning. And the next morning, the husband woke up and it was uh, and all of a sudden when he woke up, it was already eight o'clock. And this guy was angry. Amen. He was frustrated. He was mad. That his wife didn't wake him up early. But then when he looked and he turned over, he saw a note that was posted on his pillow. And it says, it's 5 a.m. It's time to wake up. <laughs> now, I want you to look at that because that's a pretty, uh, pretty, you know, interesting relationship. And this would be something that would be actually the exact opposite of intimacy in a relationship. Because when we're talking about intimacy, saints, intimacy, intimacy means this. It means that the relationship is thriving. It means that it is flourishing, not dying. Intimacy means that there's a deep connection and there's a communication between two people who love each other. Are y'all with me today? That's why I tell them, you got to fall in love with Jesus. And some of us got to fall back in love with Jesus. And so when we look here, amen, in this situation, this is what separates Christianity from other religions. We speak of a God who longs for a relationship with us, not a religion. A life of loving relationship, not a life of just rules, not a life of just rituals or regulations. Amen. But how many of y'all know God is the great lover of our soul who wants to relate to us like a good father. Amen. A passionate lover and an, an intimate friend and an excited groom. Are y'all with me today? See, these are images Amen. Of God's character, his passion, his invitation for intimacy. So you say, well, what is intimacy or what is spiritual intimacy? Well, spiritual intimacy is described as a passionate love to the one who loved us first. It is a relation close, a relational closeness, a deep friendship, a delightful knowing and a pleasurable companionship with God. That's, amen, what spiritual intimacy is. And I'm here to tell you today, amen, there's a call back to intimacy. Now, I want to look at a scripture in just a moment, amen, but before I do, I want to share this. You know, let's look at the scripture, Exodus chapter 20 and verse 19, if you'll put that up there. But saints, this is why when our spiritual lives are characterized by fear or by pressure or by performance, we're not living in intimacy with God. Okay? Now, I want you to think about that for a second because there, there's a good fear. It's called reverence. And then there's an, uh, a not good or an unhealthy fear. Amen. Are y'all with me today? Let's look at right here at the children of Israel in chapter 20 in verse 19, okay? Now, just to give you a little background, this is right when God had given Moses the Ten Commandments, okay? Right here in chapter 20. 
And this is whatever God began to give the people Moses as a mediator between God. But look at what takes place right here in, in chapter 20 and verse 19. He says, they, then they said to Moses, speak to us yourself and we will listen. But let God not speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid, for God has come in order to test you and in order that the fear of him may remain with you so that you may not sin. So the people stood at a distance while Moses approached the thick cloud where God was. Then the Lord said to Moses, thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, you yourselves have seen that I have spoken to you from heaven. You shall not make other gods besides me. Gods of silver or gold, gods of gold, you shall not make of yourself. Now go back to verse 19 for a second. Because I want to take a look at this. These to children of Israel, they were not operating out of intimacy with God. They were operating out of fear and out of having to follow a, a group of rules, amen, and it created them to a point to where they weren't even wanting to go to God for themselves. They didn't even want to hear from God from themselves, but they wanted to hear from God from somebody else, amen, that had heard from God. And this is a picture of some of us, amen, in our lives because we are operating in a way not in intimacy, amen, but in ritual, in fear, and in rules. Are y'all with me today? And as a result, amen, the only time that we're hearing from God is whenever we're coming to the house of God where the man of God is actually sharing a word. See, they didn't want to hear from God. They were scared to hear from God. Are y'all with me today? But God wants intimacy with you. He wants intimacy with all of us. And it can't just be on a Sunday. And it can't just be on a Wednesday. Amen. God wants a relationship with you. You know, and now if you have intimacy with somebody just every once in a while, and I'm not talking about sexual intimacy. I'm talking about intimacy. Amen. But when you have intimacy with somebody, amen, just every blue moon, amen, are y'all with me? Yeah. It's like having a one-night stand. Are y'all with me today? Some of us are having one-night stands. But God wants to have a relationship with us each and every day. Are y'all with me today? God wants to speak to you himself. He wants a relationship with you himself. And what happens is our misconception of God and who he really is, it distorts how we relate to him. When we see God as this angry, strict, and controlling, then we live miserably and unhappy and, 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 and impoverished spiritual lives. And when we perceive God as this grumpy ruler that keeps a record and makes a list of all of our failures, amen, then what takes place is, amen, then we can never have intimacy with God. Are y'all with me today? It's all in how you perceive God. Because what's happening is if we fear him, then we're going to avoid him. And we're going to try to perform for him. You can't get stuck where you're just trying to perform for God. Are you with me today? Where you're just trying to keep a set of rules. Amen. That's not what Christ wants. He wants a relationship with us. Are you with me today? And out of that relationship will flow obedience. Amen. It'll flow a desire to, to obey and, and to, a desire to follow his commands. Are y'all with me today? Amen. But it all stems from intimacy with God. Amen. Religion is following rules and rituals and regulations. But intimacy in a relationship with a living God. Amen. Is going to create you. Amen. In order to begin to operate out of the overflow. And it's going to create you to want to do it somebody say God is good and I'm going to tell you this the more intimacy that you have with God the more capacity that you'll have 
And the more capacity that you have, the more authority that you'll have. Some of us are not walking in authority that God has given us because we don't have any capacity that was developed through intimacy. In other words, the enemy, amen, is having a heyday with us, amen. The enemy is ravaging through our lives, amen, because of our lack of intimacy with a living God, which creates capacity, and that capacity creates, then allows authority in your life. God wants us to be getting to take authority, amen. He's given us authority, praise the Lord, over everything. Are y'all with me today? But that authority comes through intimacy with a living God. Can I get an amen? That's why it's a call back to, amen, intimacy. You know, you might want to ask yourself a question. Would you rather spend time... With the school principal, or would you rather spend time with a loving friend? Hello. Yeah. Because for many of us, spending time with God is like spending time with the school principal. Hello. And for some of us, spending time with God is like being with a loving friend. When you're with a loving friend, it's delightful. You feel happy. You have fun, right? You relax. You don't have to perform. You don't have to pretend. You can make mistakes. Hello, somebody. And still feel loved and accepted. Are y'all with me today? And we long for it. And we're excited about it. See, if you're not careful, you're going to begin to perceive God in the wrong way. You're going to see him as one that you have to follow his rules. You've got to remember who the, what the truth is about our God. Are y'all with me today? And how many of y'all know rules without relationship equals what? Rebellion. But truth without love leads to rejection. In other words, saints, our work, our worship, and our ministry must overflow out of our intimacy with God. Some of us are trying to work for God, amen, when we need to begin to fall in love with God. Are y'all with me today? Some of us are trying, amen, to do ministry without a relationship. It, do, it doesn't work. You're, you're going to get burnt out, praise the Lord. You're not going to be able to. And some of us are trying to be faithful, amen, but we're trying to do it, amen, without intimacy with the one that creates us to be able to be faithful. Are y'all with me today? That's why he says, my grace is sufficient for you. When we get in intimacy, when we get in relationship, amen, it's going to empower us and enable us, amen, through, in order to walk in a way that God has called us to. Are y'all with me today? And to accomplish what God wants us to. And it's not going to be because we have to. It's going to be because we want to. But it's going to take us first getting in relationship with God, amen, in order to begin to develop that. Some of us are doing stuff and we feel like we have to do it. Oh, I've got to serve God again. Oh, I've got to go out here and do this. Tell somebody about Jesus. I got to pass out flyers. I got to begin to straighten up the church. I got to run the sound again. I got to make sure everything's in place. I've got to show up to church this Sunday. That's how some of us feel. Hello, if you're honest with yourself... Oh, man, I got to go back to church and do my religious duty. I got to make sure pastor sees my face. Hello. That's because there's, lost, there's a loss of intimacy. You're not coming here to check a list. You're not coming here so I can see your face. 
You're coming here to fall in love with the living God, to serve and worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. You're coming here because you love God. This is what you do. You're a Christian. Amen. Are y'all with me today? You know, they say you know them by their fruit. Praise the Lord. I can see where your intimacy as God is by your commitment and your willingness. They say that a good leader is one that can get somebody to do something that they don't like and, or they don't want to do it and like it. Well, I'm going to tell you, God is the best leader there is in the whole world. Are y'all with me today? Saints, it's time to, for a call back to intimacy. But how do you perceive God? Amen. God is so good, amen. But saints, this is the thing about it. The more that we know God in a deeper way, the more that we can live with the truth of who he really is. We may not be able to know everything about him, but that doesn't mean that we can't know him better. God is one that he's making himself known to his creation. Amen. Praise the Lord. And when we look in Psalms 42, this invitation is expressed. Amen. This is one of the passages in the Bible that calls us to a deep relational trust with God. Because how many of y'all know intimacy is developed through trust? Hello. That's why if you don't have trust in a relationship, you don't have nothing. Because intimacy is developed through trust. And trust comes from you getting to know them. And I'm here to tell you right now, amen, we can trust the living God. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will make your path straight. So when we begin to develop trust, then we begin to establish intimacy. Are y'all with me today? That's why people that can't trust God, amen, they're not intimate with God. But when you begin to learn to trust him, amen, and you begin to develop intimacy, then that trust begins to grow and that faith begins to develop. Are y'all with me today? Now let's look right here in Psalms 42 and verse 1. Now right here, the, the author here, he, uh, the author is uh, just bombarded, amen, with discouragement. The author is just full of doubt and depression. Yet because of his intimacy with God, he is able to, in his deep knowledge of God, in his passion for God, he's able to spiritually find safety and security and satisfaction in the midst of a dark darkness that surrounds him. Let's look at verse 1. He says, as the deer pants for the water brook, so my soul pants for you, O God. Verse 2. My soul thirsts for God, the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Now, as they put my first point up there real quick, intimacy with God, saints, begins to make us satisfy. Somebody say satisfy. See, every person longs for fulfillment. Every person is longing for satisfaction in their life. I mean, it's part of being a human being is that we desire and we long and we crave and we thirst, amen, things that we think will make us satisfied and fulfilled in this life. That's what we were created to do. We have a longing in us. We have a thirst inside of us. Amen. We have a desire to be satisfied in this certain area in our life. Amen. Are y'all with me today? It's just something 
something that's ingrained in us. It's whether it's winning that game that we love or achieving that goal that we're working for or buying that stuff that we've been looking for. Amen. Are y'all with me today? Or fulfilling that dream that we've been waiting for. In fact, I'm going to tell you this, biologists, amen, and psychologists, they describe humans as passionate beings. In other words, we are passionately pursuing things that we think will truly satisfy us. Are y'all with me today? We desire success. We desire wealth or acceptance or belonging or love or whatever it may be, recognition. So here we are. We were created, amen, to desire satisfaction. But the thing is, is it's a matter of where we are going to begin to seek and to receive that satisfaction from. Because there's only one thing that will satisfy you. I'm here to tell you today, saints. There's only one thing, amen. It's when your soul, amen, thirsts for water, the living water. Amen. It's when it's like a deer that pants. Amen. When you're desiring God, when you're longing for God, when for intimacy with God, that is what is going to satisfy you. Intimacy with a living God is what's going to satisfy your soul. But we look for every other area. We look at it through relationships around us. Amen. I'm going to tell you right now, if you get married, a marriage doesn't make you whole. Jesus makes you whole, brother and sister. Amen. You become one flesh. Amen. But you, if you, you can't take, you know, it, it don't take two halves to make a whole. It don't work like that. Praise the Lord. Amen. Are y'all with me today? But so many of us are trying to, I'm just going to be fulfilled if I just have a wife or a husband. No, you need to get fulfilled in Jesus, amen, and then begin to come into that relationship with that other person. Are y'all with me today? But so many of us fall for that. And then what happens? We get married, amen, and then we're just like frustrated because we didn't end up getting satisfied like we thought. Somebody say, God is good. God is good. Saints, it's the living water that's going to satisfy your soul. My next point is as he puts it on the board. Intimacy with God makes us secure. You know why a lot of times we walk around insecure? With insecurity? Because our relationship with Christ isn't where it needs to be. Let's look at the scripture real quick in verse 6. Oh my God, my soul is in despair within me. Therefore I remember you from the land of the Jordan. And the peaks of Hermon. From Mount Mazar. Deep calls out to deep at the sound of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your waves have rolled over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime and his song will be with me at the night in a prayer to the God of my life. But saints, intimacy with God is what's going to begin to bring security. Amen. When we deeply know God, we can become secure that no matter what happens to us, that his love never changes. Are y'all with me today? See, this is somebody that's truly grounded. It doesn't matter what happens around them. It doesn't matter hell or high water. It don't matter if their wife leaves, their husband leaves, they lose their ministry. It doesn't matter what happens. They're grounded in Christ Jesus. Their intimacy comes through Christ. And as a result, they feel secure. Amen. They feel safe. Amen. If God is for us, then who can be against us? Amen. Because his love never fails. Are y'all with me today? And his love will never change. 
If you want security, if you want to feel secure, amen, go get in the presence of the almighty God. Get that intimacy back with God like you've never had it before. It's going to begin to create security. It's going to begin to create confidence. It's going to begin to create boldness. Amen. You're going to be able to stand up against all the wiles of the enemy. You're going to be able to stand up against whatever life throws at you because you're secure and you have intimacy with a living God. That's what it takes. Are y'all with me today? That's what we're reading about here in 42. They were going through all kinds of challenge. Amen. You know, when you deal with stuff in life, it's going to push you one of two ways. You know, my dad had a saying like this, life was like a millstone. It's either going to grind you down or it's going to polish you up. And when you encounter things in life... It's either going to push you closer to God or it's going to push you away from him. Are y'all with me today? Thank you, Lord. You know, when you're dealing with a relationship in the courtship stage of your relationship, amen, sometimes it can still be very insecure, right? Amen. You're just courting. And sometimes it can seem unstable. Courting is not easy, right? Courtship is not easy. And both of you still have fear. Amen. That, you know, there's a possibility that the relationship will end due to certain situations, right? It, it's, it's insecure. But how many of y'all know sometimes when you get married... All of a sudden, you're both assured that you're deeply in love because you, you're, you're stuck with each other, right? Amen? In other words, you become more secure in that relationship. And then after many years of deeply knowing each other, amen, then being in, in, intimate, amen, then no matter hell or high water, amen, you're not going to allow something to break up your love. Are you all with me today? And, and, and saints, I want you to look at that and you say, well, man, I've had a failed marriage, man. Mine didn't go like that. That didn't what happened. Okay? Praise the Lord. But I'm saying that's the way it's supposed to go. Okay? They don't always end up like that. Are y'all with me today? But the thing is, is that's what love is. And that's what intimacy does. In other words, we don't need to perform or to try to impress God to win his approval. Are y'all with me today? Some of us are still trying to perform and we're trying to impress. Amen. He loves you no matter what, right? No strings attached. Unconditional love. His love doesn't keep record of wrongs. His love never fails. His love is the greatest. Amen. For better or for worse, for richer or for poorer, in sickness and in health. Amen. God loves you no matter what. Are y'all with me today? And that begins to, but that love, amen, is whenever love and love come together. In other words, his love for you, amen, and then you begin to have love for him, and it creates intimacy, and it begins to create security in that relationship. Are y'all with me today? It was something that the children of Israel, they didn't have an idea of, amen. They didn't have a relationship with their God, amen. They said, Moses, you go, you talk to him, you have a relationship with him. We're scared of him. And unfortunately, there's people walking around that are scared of God in that way. Now, you need to have some reverence for God. Hello. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at verse 11. I'm almost done. He says, why are you in despair, O my soul? And why have you become disturbed within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. See, one thing about it, saints, is when we're spiritually close to God, then we feel safe. Okay? 
I don't know if you're going through something right now. I don't know if you feel despair. I don't know if you are, you know, feeling disturbed inside. Amen. But I'm telling you right now, if you can, if you can just begin to reestablish that intimacy with God. Come on. Amen. If you can just reestablish that in a way, it's going to begin to bring you to where you feel safe. It's going to bring you to where you feel confident. Amen. Are y'all with me today? Because you're going to know, you know what? My God cares for me. He's going to take care of me. You know, we may feel discouraged or depressed, but in spite of our troubles and our difficulties, we have hope that God is in it and he's going to change that. Amen. He knows what he's doing. Are y'all with me today? Because it's all built out of trusting him. His ways and his thoughts are higher and greater than our understanding. You know, as Christians, we go through things, amen. Christians, they get cancer too, right? Christians, amen, they, they, they go bankrupt too. They have marriage problems too, amen. They get depressed sometimes too. But in all these things, we know that God works for our good for those who love him. Are y'all with me today? We feel safe. We have hope. And we can take that God will take care of us. But it's all going to stem out of intimacy with us. So if you're feeling disturbed right now, amen, I'm telling you, I'm call, God's calling you back to intimacy. Are y'all with me today? If you're feeling despair, can I get the worship team to come forward? Go deeper with God. God's more concerned with his level of intimacy with you than he is what you're doing for him. Let me rephrase that. God's more concerned with your relationship with him than what you're doing to serve him. Some of us are more concerned with our serving him than we are with our relationship with him. Are y'all with me today? I've got to make sure that I serve God. I got to make sure that I do this. I got to make sure I do that. No, you got to make sure you fall in love with Jesus. That's why he says, amen. If you love the Lord, you're going to keep his commandments. You're going to obey his voice. You're going to obey his word. Amen. It all stems back to intimacy. Amen. It all stems back to a relationship with him. And I feel like, amen, somewhere, some of us have gotten off track. Some of us have been focused, amen, and we've been, we've been serving and working, but we haven't been intimate. And, it, and it's starting to wear down on us. You, you, can't, you can't serve God in your own strength. It doesn't work. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. God doesn't want a bunch of hirelings. You know what I mean? You know, it reminds me of Martha and Mary, amen? Some of us are the one in the kitchen. We're cooking. We're creating a good meal, but we ain't never sitting at the feet of Jesus. We ain't sitting at the feet of Jesus. If we'll sit at the feet of Jesus, we're, our performance is going to increase. Are y'all with me today? Somehow we got to get back to intimacy with God. If you were really passionate and hungry about intimacy with God, no offense. But when you walked in these doors, amen, you'd be coming in here to seek the face of the Lord. Because, you know, when you seek the face of the Lord in a corporate setting, it's, it's blessed, right? But some of us have lost our personal time seeking the Lord. Hello. Some of us are great at working for God. We work real hard. We work hard. 
God wants more than you just to work, brother and sister. He doesn't just want workers. He wants worshipers. Thank you, Jesus. Real quick as I get ready to close, a few things that hinder us from intimacy with God. First thing is in independence. In other words, we begin to have the idea that we can live our lives without Him. Another thing is that we have other gods in our life. We have idols, sin. Another thing is that we create things that are, we do things that are, seem to be urgent over things that are important. And let me expound on that for a second. There's going to be things that appear to be urgent in your life. But if you're not careful, those things that appear to be urgent can really take the place of what's really important. You know, and, and you've got you to really watch this. And, you know. A lot of times, so many things that we do are not really important. They, they may be urgent, but they're not important. And what happens is we become slaves to doing that, uh, you know, things that don't matter. And we sacrifice things in our lives that really do matter. Because they appear to be urgent. Are y'all with me today? In other words, we say, you know what? I don't have any time for God. I've heard people say that. I don't have any time for God. Well, you better make some time for God. You can't afford to not have time for God. I, I, don't, I love y'all, but I don't want a bunch of religious people around here. I want people that are fall in love with Jesus. I want people that want to worship God. I don't want just a bunch of workers. And go get a job if you want to get to be a worker, amen. You know what I'm saying? You can work, work, you can work all your, your life. God is not looking for workers. Are y'all with me today? He's looking for people that will worship him, people that love him. Because he knows if you fall in love with him and you work, then you're gonna work. Are y'all with me today? You got to look at it and say, okay, what's more important? What's more important? My time with Christ or accomplishing this? I'd say probably about 85% of us say are accomplishing this. It's more important than our time with Christ. But our time with Christ is going to help us to, more, to accomplish more. God's given a call back to intimacy. Amen? You can't have intimacy without a relationship. You can't. You can't have intimacy without a relationship. You hear me? It's just like a one-night stand. That's not intimacy. Come on, stand to your feet. Sometimes we got to learn to get still before the Lord. Sometimes we got to have a little bit of solitude. Oswald Chambers said these words. He said, it is a joy to Jesus when a person takes time to walk more intimately with him. The bearing of fruit is always shown in scripture to be visible results of intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. In other words, saints, our work, our worship, our ministry must be an overflow of our intimacy with God. God wants to take each of us deeper. He wants to take us deeper, as deep 
calls out to deep. But the strength that is needed at the foundation of our life, amen, is, is, is through a relationship and intimacy with him. That's what creates us. That's what creates consistency. That's what creates stability. That's what allows us to be stable even in hard times. Your foundation has to be strong so that the storms of life can't penetrate your firm trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Are y'all with me today? The stability of a tree depends on how deep the roots went below the surface. Amen. Shallow roots could not stand the force of even a, a small hurricane. Amen. And likewise, God is developing your prayer life in the depth of your personal relationship with Him. Amen. God is inviting you to enter into deeper intimacy, to cultivate holy aloneness with God on a daily basis. Amen. And, and to plan it in your schedule, to sacrifice it in order to give God your time amen God is calling you to intimacy amen he's calling you to intimacy to a relationship to go deeper and he will strengthen you and he will empower you and he will enable you to do what he's called you to do amen but it's all going to come through a relationship and intimacy with Christ Jesus our Lord your intimacy doesn't come through your works, your intimacy comes, your works come through your intimacy. Are y'all with me today? Let me pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord God, today. I thank you for every man and woman in here. Lord, I just ask you to touch them, Lord. Touch them, Holy Spirit. Take us back, Father God, where you want us. Oh, you're worthy, Jesus. Help us, my King. Help us, Lord, to go deeper with you. Help us, Lord, where our soul thirsts for you, God, like a deer panting for water. Help us, Lord, to feel secure in you, God, no matter what's coming at us. Safe, Lord God. Help us, Lord God. Father, I just thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's worship the King this morning. Let's worship the living God this morning. So.